All right. Well, hello and welcome. Welcome in. Hello. Today is Thursday, which means that it is vlog day. And yeah, you know what? I got I got a shockingly well put together vlog for you guys. I've been gone for the last couple of days in Las Vegas on sort of a mini vacation. We were hanging out with some friends. It was Pickle's birthday. It was just a really fantastic time. I love Las Vegas and I'll never, ever, ever, ever get sick of going there. And this is going to be officially the last vlog that I shoot in this office, can we please have a moment of silence? This office has served me really, really well for the last two years, but moving into a dope-ass new apartment, so hopefully I'm going to have a dope-ass new uh, office very, very soon, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Welcome. Welcome to the vlog. Let me get my vlog notes out. We got a bunch of stuff to talk about this week. We're going to have some first impressions, and I actually do have a retro vaping segment prepared. We're also going to be tasting some beer. We're going to be doing some shout-outs. We're going to have some news and advocacy right off of the top of the program here, as well as what I've been vaping. So welcome. Tuck in. Hope you have a, a vape. Hope you got a beer, and let's just uh, let's just dive right in here. So, uh, Indiana, some stuff's going on all over Indiana, right? There's new legislation happening, and a couple weeks ago, I think it was last week, even we were we were talking about Indiana and how it was a monopoly and all this stuff with the security and how it's horrible, and they're trying to repeal it and change it, and it's going to take a few terms and blah blah blah. And at least they're headed in the right direction. Well, a girl named Cassie sent me a screenshot from Facebook from a company called. Hoosier Vapors, not Who's Your, Hoosier, like Hoosier, H-O-O-I, whoops, that's not how you spell it, H-O-O-S-I-E-R, Hoosier Vapors, and I'm assuming they're based out of Indiana, but Hoosier Vapors kind of gives an overview of the new House Bill, HB 1598, Regulation of E-Liquids Bill in Indiana. So, I'm just going to read this. It's a really quick overview kind of of what's happening, and it's not exactly what people think. Uh, today, Kevin... Re okay, nope. Today, Representative Kevin Mann introduced HB 1598, the regulation of e-liquids. Here are the only things HB 1598 would change. This is in the state of Indiana. Number one, the ATC, which is the Alcohol and Tobacco Commission. The ATC would be able to approve new security firms until December 31st, 2019, as long as the firm meets the current qualifications. That seems like a good thing to me. The ATC would be able to approve up to 10 manufacturing permits, including the permits they've already issued. Those permits that they've already issued is six. So basically they're going to be able to issue three more manufacturing permits. So there were six liquid manufacturers in Indiana that under these awful regulations were able to maintain their business and basically be an e-liquid monopoly in the state. So they're basically changing that number from six to 10 seemingly arbitrarily for, I mean, no reason at all. That helps nobody but three more companies be involved in this e-liquid monopoly in Indiana. A permit cannot be renewed or transferred if the company didn't actually make e-liquids but doesn't define how much they have to make. Not 100% sure what that means. A permit cannot be renewed or transferred if the company doesn't actually make e-liquids but doesn't define how much e-liquid they have to make. If a security firm falls out of qualification, they must notify ATC and create a plan to get back into qualification. That's it. That's all that changes. No changes to the ridiculous security firm quali qualifications or any of the things that are clearly in the domain of the FDA. This is just another slap in the face to hundreds of small Hoosier businesses, their employees, and hundreds of thousands of adult vapors that have been harmed by these laws. So initially, when I was first talking about the changes in Indiana, it seemed 
overwhelmingly positive, like overwhelmingly a, a step in the right direction. And now, after reading this post from Hoosier Vapors, no, it seems like it seems like they're not changing anything. I mean, the only thing that affects the vapors in Indiana directly is that they're going to add three more manufacturers to the state. That's it. None of the other ridic I mean, ridiculous laws are even up for negotiation. They still have this ridiculous security firm thing. Sure, other security firms can jump on board, but it doesn't matter because they're only they're, they're only adding three more manufacturing licenses to the state. That's ridiculous. Dude, I'm sorry, that's ridiculous. Uh, that sucks. I mean, we should not, Vapors in Indiana should not be for this. They should fight this tooth and nail. And I mean, I don't even know, I don't even know what, I don't even know what you can do about that. Uh, Kevin Skipper always says, it's easier to stop a law from happening than to change it after the fact. And that is absolutely true. I mean, I guess supporting this would be good because you're going to get three more manufacturers in the state. I still can't sell to the state of Indiana and a multitude of other vape companies can't sell to the state of Indiana. So that doesn't change. The core root of the law doesn't change. Nothing changes with the security firms or anything like that. So if the vapors of the state go against HB 1598, then they're basically going back to the old law and, and then nothing has changed. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know what to do. I can give no advice. Uh, I, I personally, if it were me and I was in the state of Indiana, I would say, no, this is not good enough. I would be wholeheartedly against this with the, you know, with the catchphrase, this is not good enough. This is not good enough in any capacity. It's enough to drive, it's enough to drive a person insane. So yeah, thank you, Cassie, for sending that over my way. Jennifer Berger Coleman posted, my, my advocacy here, Miss Jennifer Berger Coleman posted something awesome on Facebook. She posted a link to the Tobacco Free California Facebook page, and they have posted a picture that says, Tobacco Keep Tobacco Free California, my new life. And it says quitting tobacco is the beginning of a whole new life and we want to hear how you got there. Tell us about your new tobacco free life in the comments below and we'll take a story each week and turn it into a post to inspire those to quit in the new year. Hashtag tobacco free 17. And there are a lot of people in here. Don't get me wrong, this is fantastic. There are already 144 comments on here. People who said they smoked for 51 years they were able to quit cold turkey. Uh, people said they smoked on and off for X amount of years, and then finally with willpower, and they were able to give it up, and all the, and all this great stuff. And there are very few people in here who have talked about uh, vaping and blah, 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 and this, that, and the other. Tobacco-Free California has not replied to anybody that has mentioned vaping. They have only replied to people who have quit smoking using these approved cessation methods or cold turkey or something like that. So, I mean, obviously, what I think we should do as vapers is go over to this post and tell our vaping story about how we used vaping to stop using traditional tobacco cigarettes. I think more people need to see this. As of right now, there is 144 comments on there. I think there should be 288 comments on there. I think the next 144 comments should all be vapors being very nice, being very, very respectful, and just simply telling your story of how you were a smoker, 
you picked up vaping and you haven't had a cigarette in X amount. I'm going to go on there and say thanks to vaping. I haven't had a, a cigarette in eight years. Hashtag tobacco free 2017. You know, hashtag tobacco free since 2009. I think everyone should go over there. And like I said, be respectful, be uh, be nice, be a respectful person and just tell your vaping story of how of how vaping helped you get away from traditional combustible tobacco cigarettes. And, uh, you know, just you know, this is just one of those things. I, I We have to do it. I, I feel like it's our civil duty to just go over there uh, and do it. And Jennifer Berger Coleman wrote on there and said, I was a pack-a-day smoker for 25 years. I tried everything to quit. Patches, gum, cold turkey, medications. I ended up smoking with a patch on my arm and the gum in my mouth. The medication made me anxious, depressed, and hostile. On June 1st, 2015, I found vaping and it changed my life on that day. I haven't had a cigarette since within one month of vaping. Within one month of vaping with no combustible cigarettes, my oxygen saturation and peak flow levels went up to that of a non-smoker. It was as if vaping had erased 25 years of smoking almost instantly. It works, and I have liked it, and now it has five likes. So you know what? Cool. Let's go tell our vaping stories to uh, hashtag tobacco-free California because that's I know for sure that that's not what they're looking for, but we're going to give it to them anyway. <laughs> and the last thing I want to talk about here at the top of the program is uh, Jay sent me a... No, Jay? Nope. Your email says Jay, and you said your name is Jonathan. And you know what that means. You're a liar. I'm just kidding. That's a, a joke from the podcast. Anyway, Jonathan sent this to me and said, I've never heard anything about the Midwest states in your vlog, so I thought I'd share you this little news article from Omaha, Nebraska. Omaha is the biggest city in Nebraska. I know that from my seventh grade geography class. Omaha, Nebraska, and the news article from the oh, uh, Omaha World Herald, our local newspaper. So it's sort of one of those... Um, ask so-and-so type of situation. Someone wrote in and said, I found a vaping pen hidden in my 13-year-old son's room and I am at a loss as how to deal with this. He is very susceptible to peer pressure and wants very badly to fit in with the cool kids. Any suggestions would be appreciated. The person answering is Joe's Rosemond. I don't know who Joe Rosemond is. I, that's it. I mean, I just don't know who he is. I'm assuming he's some sort of you know, life advice-ish type of person. And John says, this is one of those questions that no matter how I answer some group of people that buys pitchforks and torches and tries to find my house at the risk of being <laughs> pilloried away. Pilloried. Are you serious, John? You use the term pilloried? At the risk of being pilloried away, I will share some objective facts, starting with, all, starting with although there has been plenty, you are not a good writer, John. It's called punctuation. I will share some objective facts, comma, starting with although there has been plenty of speculation. That's his sentence. Starting with although there has been plenty of speculation. No punctuation in that. I, I hope the editor got fired. I really do, because that bothers me. I mean, I don't always use, that's fine. I don't always use correct punctuation, whatever. Let's just read. Although there has been plenty of speculation, medical science has yet to find any specific long-term risks reliably associated with vaping other than the obvious nicotine addiction. Undoubtedly, some folks are up, 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 okay. Why do you have to use these big words, bro? Up, 
Apoplectic? Apoplectic. Apoplectic? Okay, well now I have a new word to use and I don't know what it means. Apoplectic. 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 Apoplectic is an adjective. Overcome with anger or extremely indignant. <sighs> feel like you could have just used the word anger there anyway, because then I wouldn't have to look it up. That's, I mean, when you're reading a sentence and you don't understand one of the words, you don't understand the rest of the sentence because you don't understand that word. I learned that in my eighth grade English class. Undoubtedly, some folks are angry already because they think nicotine causes various cancers, most notably lung cancer. But, and again, this is a fact, Smoking tobacco is bad because tobacco tars become carcinogenic when burned. Nicotine does not cause lung cancer. Nicotine is an addictive drug, although the strength of its addiction varies from person to person. But if one removes tobacco from the equation, nicotine addiction is not reliably associated with any specific health or behavioral risk. Nicotine addicts are not known to rob convenience stores or snatch elderly women's purses to feed their habit. Drive-by shootings are not associated with nicotine addiction. There's no South American nicotine cartel. As addictions go, it's relatively benign. However, obviously no addiction is a good thing and it's possible to overdose on nicotine. So please hold off on the picture pitchforks and torches for now. Thirdly, valid, replicated, peer-reviewed research has discovered that nicotine has positive effects on cognitive brain function and appears to be a brain vitamin of sorts. For example, nicotine use is associated with lower rates of Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and other forms of neurological degradation. Perhaps the most immediately worrisome thing about e-cigarettes is they've been known to set clothing on fire and even explode. We talked about that last week. As with most anything else, the cheaper the e-cig, the more likely it is to malfunction. Or, I mean, just straight up negligence. Needless to say, your son is probably using a fairly inexpensive unit. By no means am I dismissing your concerns. I'm simply saying that if all that... If you do all you can to stop your son from using e-cigs and he figures out how to get around your prohibition, the world isn't coming to an end. After all, he could have fallen in with a peer group that self-medicates with alcohol, marijuana, or other illicit substances, or even prescription drugs. If you don't see an alarming change in his mood or behavior, then he's not likely to be doing anything but just nicotine. With teens, parents do well to accept that the limits of their influence have waned and trust that the discipline they've provided to that point is going to effectively deter antisocial and self-destructive behavior. Some experimentation is likely during the teen years, especially with boys. In many, if not most cases, the experimentation goes no further than that. He basically goes on to say, you know, talk to your kid, uh, take it away if need be, let him know what's going on, see if his friends are doing something worse. I'm not a parent, so that part's boring to me. I don't have to parent anybody. I don't have to take my vape away from a 13-year-old. If it was me personally, if I was a father and I had a 13-year-old kid and I found a vape in their room, I would just obviously talk to them about it and say, use this, only use this, never smoke a cigarette. <laughs> That's, I mean, that's, but that's me and I don't have kids. Maybe if I did really have kids, it might be different. Anyway, 
I just thought that was really fun. I just thought that was really interesting. Um, that's not anything I can post a link to. Uh, it's just a PDF he sent me. But I guess if you wanted to track it down, you could look at the Omaha World Herald, the local newspaper in Omaha, Nebraska, which is the biggest city in Nebraska. So uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for our news and advocacy segment. Don't forget to smash. I think it's over in this area or maybe it's Maybe it's over in this area. I can never remember. Just smash that like button. Uh, it helps me out quite a bit on YouTube. Um, YouTube YouTube sucks. YouTube has just eternally been sucking for the last couple of, oh, I don't know, years. They've just been sucking and sucking and sucking and the analytics are all off for everybody. So if you could and uh, go ahead and smash that like button, that would be just fantastic. So um, what I'm gonna do now is I already feel the need to vape, so I'm gonna grab some vapes. We're gonna do what I've been vaping, and since there was like, you know, two people last week that complained about my uh, vaping, what I've been vaping intro, instead of doing that what I've been vaping intro, I'm just gonna play the song. There you go. Once again, shout out to James for that awesome song. I might make up, I might put together some video. If anybody, if anybody has some spare time on their hands, I'm gonna be moving like the entire rest of this week and all weekend. But if anybody has maybe a little bit of extra spare time on their hands and you wanna throw it together like a little video thing for that, like what I've been vaping, that would be super cool. And I would, if it's cool, you know what? I would absolutely use it. But yeah, anyway, what I've been vaping. So uh, I was in Las Vegas for the last couple of days and I'm pretty much just gonna show you exactly what I brought to Las Vegas with me because that's what I've been vaping. First up, hope everybody watched the review on Tuesday, Noisy Cricket 2-25. And I know I realized shortly after I uploaded that video why it's called the Noisy Cricket 2-25 is because they have a Noisy Cricket 2-25, which is the 25 millimeter. And then they have the Noisy Cricket 2-22, which is going to be a 22 millimeter. It's not going to be teardrop shaped. It's going to be basically the exact same dimensions of the original Noisy Cricket. That's why it's the 2-25. Anyway, Anyway, topped with the Cosmonaut RDA, topped with a brand new, beautiful, beautiful blue DHD cap on there. This is this is one of the most beautiful tips that I've ever seen. I I mean I don't even think the camera is picking up. The, look, you see, look, look. You appreciate this this drip tip? I just love it. It's such a beautiful drip tip. Just look at the blues and the. It's like opaly and blue, and it's just dark blue and then there's that swash of white and black through it. Anyway, I love it. Noisy Cricket 2-25 Cosmonaut RDA DHD drip tip on top. I got this loaded up with uh, Bro Trip from the Grim Green Signature. I vaped this the whole, like the whole time I was in Vegas. It's just a fantastic vape that I love. Still tastes good, even though that's in a dire, uh, dire need of re-wicking. Uh, I also brought with me to Vegas the Hexome 3.0. It's the white one that I put a Culture of Cloud sticker on. Got it topped with the with the green. Nope. Brass recoil RDA, another DHD cap on top. This is the metal head base with a different white drip tip in there. I got that loaded up with my E from Lanco Vapor. Again, just I mean, delicious. Absolutely one of my favorite, probably my favorite juice of all time. Uh, my E from Lanco. I absolutely love it. Really great vape. Additionally, with me to Las Vegas, I brought this, the 25 millimeter uh, Ruby Mech Mod. It's the two-post design from Kennedy Vapor. 
DHD tip on that, I am using DHD caps on literally everything right now and I don't even care. Gold flaky DHD cap on there. I got some MTurk aliens in here. I'm using that Thug Life low rider juice that I cannot find a link for. Before I shoot the vlog, I always try to sit down and track down every link that I'm possibly gonna be talking about in the vlog. So it's gonna be all down in the description. Couldn't find anything. I've tried and tried. I can't, I'll try again, but I can't find anything from Fug Life Lowrider. It's, it's, it's just delicious. It's a hard juice to explain, but I, I love it so much. That is a fantastic vape. The Fug Life juice is, it's fruity. It's like, a fruity, like kiwi berry type of juice, but it has definitely has like culotta in it, not menthol or mint, but like it has culotta, like a cooling sensation to it. I don't know, I just think it's really good. And uh, second to lastly, this Oni 133, DNA 133 from uh, Vapor Range. I have the, you know, the Grim DHD sticker on there, Twisted Messes sticker on there, and this is the Rue Tank. And I know last week I was like, bum 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 with the Rue Tank, and I went through another coil head, and the other coil head sucked just as bad as the first coil head. So I decided to say F it. I installed the RBA base in here, RTA base or whatever you want to call it, rebuildable base in here. Since I installed that rebuildable base, this has been just freaking fantastic. I closed the airflow down on this almost all the way. I leave like a sliver and it's still incredibly airy, but it's been wicking like a champion. I put some fused Claptons in here. I have vlog day in here from the Grim Green Signature. I use this in the car, in the five hour car drive up to Las Vegas. I had to fill it once at a, in around Barstow, which is kind of like the halfway point, but it, it's been amazing. It's been wicking awesome and tons of airflow, tons of clouds, bro clouds, and pretty decent flavor. 0.19 coil at 79 watts. Stellar, just a really good stellar vape. And then when I got home yesterday, started using this guy again. I love this thing. This is my Hulk Joker setup, and it became more hulky and jokery when I got this plastic uh, DHD metal head with the purple stripe on there. So it's like purple, green, purple, green. I, I love it. I think it looks so cool. This is the very little last bits of my POA, the juice formerly known as Pony on Acid. Pardon me, I'm already burping and I haven't even had any beer. This is a 0.4 uh, Fuse Clapton in here, so I have it running on the unregulated Titan series box, which I absolutely love. This is just an all-around great vape too. And lastly, in Vegas, I used this. Now, this I got at an awkward time. It didn't get a first impressions, and I've been using the ever-loving crap out of it for about the last two weeks. This is the Fix from Fix Vapor um, by Brewell Manufacturing. Brewell does a bunch of great juices, and this is, I guess, their other company, Fix, Fix Vapor, MLV, Brewell, there's a lot of names attached to this. Anyway, it's a pod system. It's like the battery is diamond shaped, the pods are diamond shaped. This is the menthol tobacco in here. It's a nice, easy draw. It's stiff, I think it's stiffer than the Jewel. It's definitely stiffer than the MyJet. I think it's stiffer than the Sync. It's quite the stiff draw, IMO, but you can take a nice, long, easy drag on this. This is really high nicotine e-liquid. I think this is in the Jewel like 50 milligram range, but 
Unlike the Juul, this doesn't make me cough every single time I use it. I can take a nice long drag and I can feel it intensely all the way down. It's great for when you're sitting at a casino, when you're sitting at the bar, playing the video blackjack, playing the caveman kino, playing whatever you play and you're sipping a cocktail, having this in your hand, it, it just feels fantastic. Uh, it's a great vape. It's, I mean, it's gonna be boring to watch because it's a really long drag with very little vapor production payoff. Mm -hmm. But oh man, when you need some nicotine in your mouth, when you need some nicotine in your system, this, I mean, the fix has been awesome. I'm probably gonna do a review for that very, very soon because I've just been using the hell out of that. So yeah, that's what, uh, that's what I've been vaping. Let's wrap this up. Let's go over in that direction over there. I'm pointing to my fridge. I don't know how I'm gonna point in my new office because the fridge is gonna be upstairs. It's gonna be like this. I'm gonna say go up there to the fridge. Right now, we're gonna go to the beer section. I'm just realizing I need to find a place to hang the helmets in my office. All right, well, let's taste some freaking beer. I got my hat on backwards for no apparent reason whatsoever. Anyway, the beer I have this week is a lot of my beer got mixed up. Uh, sometimes it goes on a shelf, sometimes it goes into a bookcase, and sometimes it goes in the fridge. And this is a bottle of beer that has been in my fridge for as long as I can remember. I don't remember if I bought it. I don't remember if someone who came over brought it with them. I don't remember. I got a bunch of beer from Jared at Thanksgiving. I don't know if he bought it. And I don't know if someone sent it to me. But this is called The Reverend from Avery Brewing in Boulder, Colorado. And it is a Belgian-style quad. And I love uh, I love me some Belgian-style quads. According to the website, it says, The Reverend was created in tribute to the life of our friend Tom Bogard's grandfather, an ordained Episcopal reverend. Tom was inspired by the life of his grandfather and wanted to create a tribute beer that contained his sterling traits. True to the spirit of the character of the departed reverend, this beer is strong-willed, assertive, and pure of heart. Our brewers included as many authentic imported Belgian specialty malts as they could, making this the perfect beer for folks who love malty beers and are ready to take the next step. A divinely complex and beautifully layered beer with hints of dark cherries, currants, and molasses, complemented by an underlying spiciness. Sinfully smooth, considering the high alcohol content. The reverend, the reverend, the reverend, duh. Hi. Welcome to talking. The Reverend is the second installment of the Holy Trinity of Ales series, available year-round from Avery Brewing in Colorado, Boulder, Colorado. That's cool. Awesome. I mean, that's a cool story. That sounds like this is going to be a really cool beer. Those are flavor attributes that you kind of get out of a lot of Belgian-style beers, especially Belgian quad-style beers. I mean, they're talking about like dark cherries, currants, molasses. This is why one, you know, this is why Yig is such a such a beer tasting juice in my opinion because it's got that black currant in there so if you're thinking about like currants dark cherries and molasses i instantly think of yig um but yeah let's just pour this into my uh grim army tulip style glass I'm not even sure what ex what to expect on the pour out here seems to be a beautiful sort of uh opaquely colored amber color nice thick finger of head on there. It's really light colored head on there. Anyway, 
The aroma is that of beer. It does. I mean, it smells like a Belgian quad style beer. Um, anyway, we're going to taste this. Cheers. Here's to you. Here's to my vlog viewers. Dang. Great. That is delicious. Um, it, it's a high ABV. It's a 10%, but it doesn't taste it. I don't taste like the high alcohol. And a lot of high alcohol beers, especially like some of my favorite beers, like the St. Bernardus or the Guldendrock, you can, you can taste the alcohol. I mean, it tastes like you're drinking wine. It tastes very alcohol -y, but this, nice and smooth, nice and crisp, really good mouthfeel. I get a lot of upfront sweetness from this, but there are a lot of low notes. It's got those molasses flavors. It's got those black currant flavors. I don't get a whole lot of dark cherries from this, but I do get a lot of those like pruny molasses currant flavors from it. Dang, good, crisp, just crisp. Crisp might be like my new buzzword. I just like crispy beers. It's just a crispy beer. Good. It's got a nice medium, like light mouthfeel. It's very clean on the finish. Delicious. This is a delicious beer. Dang. Good. Really good. Really good. What the crap am I going to pair this with? None of my juices are going to pair with this. None of them. I mean... None of them. Vlog day. I don't know. Let's not, let's try vlog day. Why not? A, a lemon cream macaroon cookie. That could kind of, that could kind of pair with this, right? I mean, I'm not crazy. That could work, right? Eh, meh, eh, meh. Not great. Not amazing. Kind of goes, kind of, I mean, the lemon, the citrusy kind of generally complements these Belgian style beers and that's, I'm not saying it's awful, I'm just saying it's not the best. It's not the best that I can do. Hazy custard. Hazy custard will work. I just need batteries. Give me batteries to put in the Snow Wolf. I have this weird, pardon me, new uh, Genesis tank on here that I don't even really remember where I got it from. Oh, now that's gonna bug me. What is the name of this Genesis tank? By Hoppin' Vape. Oh, this is, oh yeah, this is from uh, Hoppin' Vape. This is the same people that did that Rashomon RDA that is just so fantastic. And wow, those threads are really nice and spinny. It's rare I've seen an atomizer actually do that. Cough. They're calling it the Cough RDTA. K-O-F stands for King of Flavor. But anyway, I have a hazy custard in here from Adore E-Liquids. I think that's gonna go really well with this beer. Let me make sure these are all right. Uh, 0.25 at 66 watts, yeah, okay. Good. That is good. That is great. I am. I wish. I wish with all my wishes that I had Yig set up in something right now, but I don't. That hazy custard is gonna have to do, and it's actually a really good pairing. So there you go. Yeah, hazy custard and some the Reverend Belgian style quad ale from uh, Brood and Avery. Avery Brewing from Boulder, Colorado. Wow, I cannot get out a sentence to save my life right now. Anyway, I'll post a link down in the description if you want to check out this fine brew, but that's what I got for the beer segment. Let's jump over there. I don't know, we always jump over there, but let's jump over there. Let's do some shout outs. It is shout out time. Okay, so the title of this first shout out is Nick is Nick is a forgetful jerk. So back in December, a fellow named Adam wrote to me and I'm really usually pretty good about writing down birthday shout outs. For I, for some reason, I feel like those are like like a general shout out can be like, okay, well 
in this general time frame, I can if I can fit a shout out in there, I will. But like birthday, it's like that's the freaking day. Like that's the birthday. And if someone wants a birthday shout out, I'm generally pretty good about making a note in my vlog notes. Like this person on this date, this person on this date, this person on this date. And then I go find their email. For some reason, I didn't write this was down, so I need to apologize to Adam. Adam wrote to me and said, "Hey Nick, I'm just wondering if I could get a shout out for my birthday on December 30th." Oddly enough, I was just watching the vlog and you gave someone a birthday shout out and they happened to have the same birthday though I thought it was interesting uh though I thought it was interesting <laughs> come my birthday this will mark the second year anniversary of vaping thanks a bunch absolutely and I even promised him I said I will absolutely get this into next week's vlog Adam I didn't <laughs> I just didn't and I apologize so right there happy birthday Adam there's your shout out bump that bump that fist right there where's that shadow coming from bump it so I apologize Adam uh, we do have some more shout outs to do but first I want to do this shout out this is this is gonna be good you guys I have to give a shout out to this guy here Dan Dan hit me up uh, via email like I mean weeks and weeks and weeks ago he says uh, Nick I just wanted to thank you again for all of your hard work and dedication you are truly an inspiration to all of your viewers and listeners and I hope that you and pickles are healing up enjoy the pillowcase take care dan may the force be with you so uh, a while ago i had shared i think it was via tuesday bro tuesday that i had a uh I had a Star Wars pillowcase that I grew up with. There's pictures of it on my bed when I'm just a, a small child. And I loved this pillowcase. And I told the story of getting lost in Las Vegas and losing this pillowcase to the Harrah's Casino in Las Vegas. So he hit me up and he said, hey, I found this I found this Star Wars pillowcase. I know it's not the same pillowcase that you had, but I still want to send you this Star Wars pillowcase. So I said, you know what, bro? That's awesome. Like, that is so cool. That's such a nice gesture. Look at this. Freaking Darth Vader on one side. Yoda on the other side. This is my new favorite pillowcase thing of all time. I may not even put this on a pillow. I might just, like... Like, look how cool this Darth Vader is. Like, that just looks amazing. Like, that just looks so cool. I wish I could frame this and hang it on my wall. But, Dan, thank you. You are shouted out uh, absolutely forever and always shouted out for the amazing Star Wars pillowcase. I just think that's so cool. I'm going to go throw this in the wash because... It kind of smells like a little, it's kind of a little bit smells like a basement. Yeah, definite basement smell there. But we're going to throw that uh, in the uh, washing machine. But thank you so much, Dan, for sending that my way. We got some time. We got some time to do a couple more shout outs. I want to do a shout out for a guy named Dylan who sent me a very, very heartfelt and what I feel would be a little bit personal um, to say in a vlog, to read the whole thing. Um, he struggled with addiction. He has a daughter. He fell in and out of vaping. Um, he wanted to give a shout out to his daughter. He wanted to give a shout out to his daughter and his wife for being there for him and helping him become the man he is today. Thank you very much. P.S. You can use this in a video and use my name. Well, I will use your name, Dylan, and I will use your daughter's name, which I'm going to mispronounce, Lovera, and I'm going to mispronounce your wife's name as too, knife, your wife's name as well, Ayana. So Dan, Dan, Dylan, what is wrong with me today? Dylan, Lavera, and Ayana, you are all absolutely shouted out. Your your story was very uh, 
touching to me. I was very touched by your story. I don't want to say the whole thing because to me it seems a little bit personal. Something that maybe doesn't want to be shared across the internet in a freaking grim green video. But you guys are definitely shouted out. Um, and uh, it, it's 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 pretty clear to me how much you love your family and how much you love your wife and daughter. And that's just... That's just so freaking cool, Dylan. I do have another birthday shout out to do because this is the official last vlog of January. Last vlog in this office. Can you believe it? I mean, say goodbye to the windows. Say goodbye to everything behind me. It's all gonna be changing. It's all gonna be different in the next vlog. That's crazy, that's unbelievable. But yes, this is the last one of the month and so, this is a birthday shout out for January 31st. Uh, Kirsten writes to me and says, can you, hey Nick, can you give my sh uh, give a shout out to my amazing boyfriend, Colton? We have been together for a year and a half as of January 31st, and I'm sure it would mean a lot to him to get a shout out from you. He means the world to me, and I couldn't imagine life without him. We have been through some hard times, and I appreciate everything he does. He is my one and only forever and always. I love him with all my heart. Thank you for the shout out from Chris. P.S. You can use our names in the vlog. Absolutely, it's not a birthday, it's an anniversary. Happy anniversary, you are getting shouted out, Colton, as well as Chris, you are getting shouted out as well. One of my favorite things is couples, just vapey couples where one vapes and one doesn't, or they both vape, or they both have bonded, bonded over vaping. That's just, I like seeing people being supportive of each other. I just, that's that's just one of my most favorite things in the world. So you are both absolutely freaking lootly shouted out. Let's go back into the shout out time machine and let's go, let's go back to one of the really old, let's go back to one of the really old shout out requests again. Oh yeah, Jared. Jared is the guy, yes, Jared is the guy that I owe an apology to as well as a shout out. Jared wrote to me all the way back in April, <laughs> April 2016 said, hey Nick, my name is Jared, pronounced like the subway guy, Jared. I'm from Virginia and you can use my name and information if you want in the vlog. Vapor Slam Charlotte was my first vape event ever. My girlfriend and I attended and it was an amazing time. The event actually made her want to vape. So I gave her my old Evic Mini and the Crown Tank and it was off to the races. One of the best experiences I've ever had. I was hoping I would meet you there, but no such luck. I made my rounds at the event, tried some juice, checked out what everyone had to offer, and then I saw my chance to meet you. I guess you may have been in a hurry because you were walking to the bathroom, but I came up to you and said, what's up? And I know that you didn't do it on purpose, but you walked right past me. No big deal. But I really would have liked to pick your brain about some things. I was wondering, since I didn't get the chance to meet you, if I could get a shout out. No big deal, but I figured it wouldn't hurt to ask. Absolutely. You know what, Jared? You and your girlfriend are absolutely shouted out. If I'm at a vape event and I am walking towards the bathroom, chances are I either have to poo-poo or or pee pee. I mean, that's just, I have to shit or I'm going to go piss. And that's just, that's just the reality of it. Also, a lot of times at vape events, uh, uh, it's, it's loud. It's really loud inside vape events. So if I'm just walking, like if I'm on a mission to go get food or go to the bathroom or something, and I'm just walking and someone goes, Hey, Nick. I mean, chances are I'm not going to hear that. I've gotten a lot of emails. I've gotten a lot of Facebook messages, a lot of Facebook comments of people that were like, you know, what the hell? I, I shouted your name and you didn't even turn around. Ten times out of ten, I just didn't hear you. I'm not ever being a dick. I would never, ever, I would never snub someone who wanted to meet me. I know that if I, a good example is I was in Las Vegas and, um, 
My favorite podcast, uh, 500 by Midnight, was there as well. And I've never met these people. I don't know these people. But they were in Las Vegas at the same time I was. And I was like, if I run into them, oh, that would be so cool. I would love to meet them. I had my hopes up so high that I would run into them. I just didn't run into them. And that's fine. But if I had seen, like, you know guy from the podcast and he just walked right past me and I was like, hey, Tim, I love the podcast. And he just walked right past me. I would probably hate him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I would, I would, I would be pissed. I would be bummed out. And so I don't want to bum anybody out like that. So I apologize. But again, if I'm walking to the bathroom, then chances are I did have to pee really bad. If you wait five minutes and I come out of the bathroom, dude, we'll chat, we'll sit, we'll talk, we'll do all the good things. I apologize, Jared, but uh, definitely consider yourself shouted out. Let's do, let's do another one. Let's do another old one. So this is all the way back in August 2016. Uh, Shane writes to me and says, Hi, Nick, my name is Shane. Uh, you can read all of this in the vlog. I've never had a shout out before and I would love one. I've been a subscriber for almost two years now and I've watched every video since. I started smoking at the age of 14. I smoked a pack of cigarettes a day for 16 years until I found vaping. I tried the blue, the Nicorette patch, the gum, etc. Those products did not work for me and were a waste of time. I walked into my local shop in late August 2014 on their grand opening and I walked out with a cheap starter kit and some house juice. I continued to vape while cutting my smoking down. Two weeks later, I completely quit smoking cigarettes and I am very proud to say that on September 25th, 2016, I will be two years smoke and tobacco free thanks to vaping. That's awesome. What? Congratulations. Happy Vaporversary, September 15th, 2016. I feel a thousand times better now than I did when I was smoking. I'm truly grateful for the education and entertainment, entertainment of your videos have provided me over the past two years and for what you do for the vape community, the fight against the FDA. Vaping has truly saved my life and millions of others. And I hope the FDA regulations will change so that millions of smokers can have a second chance. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. I'm also a Star Wars fan. I I love the Holy Trilogy trilogy since I was about seven or eight years old and when I watched the VHS set of all three movies. I'm looking forward to watching your future videos and travel vlogs. Let's keep on vaping and may the force be with you. Absolutely, Shane. Consider yourself shouted out. You are absolutely right. The FDA regulations aren't about anything else other than giving smokers the option. We know that vaping works, bro. We know it does. Everybody should have that option. Everybody should have that choice. Happy Vaporversary, Shane. And, uh, you know, I hope you have uh, many, 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 many more years of vaping. Unless that's not what you want to do, then whatever you want to do. If you want to vape more, if you want to vape less, that's up to you. I am not the boss of you, Shane. But, uh, yeah, do your thing, brother. Do your thing. Um, good. All right. Let's get on past some shout-outs. Um, I do have a couple first impressions. I got two first impressions here and then I've got two packages to open. So there's going to be some actual, actual first impressions, which is always just a really annoying, obnoxious time, especially to edit. Because what I do is like, I have a mech mod here that I'm gonna do first impressions on. It's already all set up. I can just grab my mech mod and talk about it a little bit and be like, so far, blah, 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 this. But when I open a package, 10 times out of 10, what I'm doing is I'm just looking down. Like, it looks like this, and then I'm just talking. And then I'll say random things like, well, I guess this goes in here. And it's just a bummer, and it's just a nightmare to edit. And I'm gonna try to keep it, I'm not. I'm gonna try to keep it from being so dumb. But yeah, it's about that time. Let's do some first impressions. And again, I don't know what this finger is. But this is the first impressions finger. 
Oh, yeah, hoodie had to come off. It was getting way too warm in here. So the first thing I want to do first impressions of is this mech mod guy right here. So here's the funny story behind this. I picked this up at ECC from what I believe is Raven's Moon Vapor. Raven's Moon Vapor did that cam mech mod like two years ago that I loved, loved, love that mech mod. This mech mod... I got at ECC, MechMod RDA little combo guy here. Got it at ECC, forgot about it, got home, unpacked all my stuff, didn't even remember that I had it, went about my life. It wasn't until recently when I was packing up to go to Las Vegas that I looked in a pocket of my backpack that I had not looked in since ECC. This weird little side zippery pocket that I never put anything in. I don't know why I put this in there. This just fell right out onto the ground and I was like, Holy shit, that's that MechMod RDA combo from Raven's Moon Vapor. So I set it up today. I've been vaping on it. It's, it's really interesting. It's really well put together. It's anodized aluminum on the outside and then copper on the inside. So it's a copper MechMod coated in anodized aluminum. I want everybody ever in the future ever to make mech, to make mech mods exactly like this. I love brass mech mods. I love copper mech mods. I hate brass and I hate copper. I hate touching it. I hate smelling it. I hate looking at it get tarnished. But this, look how cool this anodized aluminum, this like Iron Man looking red and gold combo. And it's got this like abalone button on the bottom. And that's how I know it's from Raven's Moon because they're the only people that put those abalone buttons on the bottom. The bummer part is I cannot find it on their website. To save my life, it is not on their website. They have a ton of other mech mods. They have the new cam mods. They have the KI, the KSS, the keep it simple stupid mech mod. And all of their buttons, on, especially on the cam and on the KSS, have this like abalone button inlay. So I know it's from Raven's Moon. And by the way, those new cam mods look awesome. The red cam mod with the splattery button how amazingly dope-ass dope would a red and black recoil look on there? I should buy one. I, I might be buying this mech mod. That is a beautiful freaking looking mech mod. Anyway, this isn't the cam, this isn't the KSS, and this isn't their box mod, the Mammoth Tooth. I don't know what this is. I don't know what it is. It's not on their site. I don't remember who handed it to me. I don't remember putting it in the weird pocket in my backpack, but I know that it is a mech mod because I can open this bottom and it has a battery on the inside and it has a mech mod switch right there and it's got the same kind of adjustment that the cam had. It's like this big rubber O-ring on the bottom to take up the battery rattle, which is fantastic. It came, mine came with this really interesting RDA on top. It's got a really low profile 510 that kind of comes off with the mod. Like th this little bottom part here is meant to stay on the mod. It's not meant to come off with your atomizer, but it's got this really sort of slightly weirdly wonky atomizer. I'm not gonna be able to show you the deck, but even just by looking at there, when I take the top cap off, you can kind of see that this is not an average atomizer. You see this? Can you see this? Is that too far away? Ah, I'm gonna have to zoom in. Maybe I'll just try to digitally zoom in. Uh. So yeah, the deck has this like cage that you put over it and the wicks come out. It's almost like a tank. It's almost like an RTA, but you can drip through the top and it's got a velocity style deck and you just wick it straight through and then you put this cap on top and the cap has cutouts and the cap is held on by like 
a set screw on the side right there. And then you take the chamber of your RDA and it has threads on one side. Oh God, it's leaking all over the hell. I should not have done this. So then you take this, oh my God, look at that juice that just happened. And then this screws down over it. Towel, I did a towel. So when you look down, that's what you see. And then you put this part on top and then it looks like an RDA and it has bottom in airflow. And when I drip, I kind of just pop this off. It's held on by a slightly very loose O-ring. So I just pop that off. I drip some juice around the edges and then I drip some juice down through the middle. And you can take like 30 pulls off of this because that tiny, tiny little thing in there kind of acts like a little tank. I mean, you saw how much juice actually like flooded out of there once I took this apart and put it back together. I had a lot of juice in there and I have actually been ripping on this quite a bit. It works. I mean, it works shockingly well. This top O-ring is, I mean, really just super incredibly weak, just super incredibly weak. I would never even trust lifting it up by this in any capacity. Might throw a little bit bigger of an O-ring on there and see if that helps out, but as it stands, it's really weak. But Kennedy-style airflow, it's an RDA that just has an extra large outer, outer juice reservoir. I don't even know what to call this. I guess it could almost be like a drip tank. Anyway, it's got Kennedy style airflow. I like to leave it wide open. It's a nice hard hitting little mech mod. I dig it. I dig it a lot. The flavor is stellar. I have a really simple mech style build in here. It's a 24 gauge anarchist uh, seven wrap around a two and a half millimeter. Comes out to right around 0 0.18, 0 0.17, but single 18650, this mech mod's just hitting really hard. The flavor is really nice. And the Kennedy airflow, It, I mean, it feels like Kennedy airflow. The only gripe I have so far is it's a little confusing. And it's a little bit juicy. Like, I'll get some juice, especially around this top O-ring. Kind of just bliss out right there. And I'll get a little bit of juice sometimes coming out the airflow holes if I over-drip just a little bit. And this O-ring on top is just, I mean, it might not, it might as well not even be there. It's so, so weak, especially once you get some juice on there. It's just the weakest thing in the world. Thankfully, the chamber of this atomizer screws down on there and there's a big beefy o-ring on the bottom so it's not going to leak and this screws down and the airflow even has like a stopping point where you can grab the airflow twist it and you'll feel it stop and then you can keep turning to take your tank off or to tank your dripper off and then you can go the other way and just really crank it down and then reopen that airflow it doesn't leak unless you take it apart and it's full of juice but i'll sometimes get some little molecules of juice like just right there just right there just off the top i don't know it's just one of those things obviously i'm gonna need to spend way way more time with this before it gets a full review or enters the tuesday bro tuesday review queue but so far so good dude i like mechs and if you use them safely they are just a fantastic vape I won't be able to post a link to that in the description. I mean, I'll post a link in the description to ravensmoonvapor.com, but this mech mod is not, not, not on there. So if anybody from Raven's Moon Vapor is watching, hit me up, bro. Hit me up and tell me what the crap that mech mod tank combo thing is, because I literally 
literally have no idea what it is, but uh, yeah, so moving on from that, I got this guy. I got this guy in the mail from Origin Vape, and I haven't even opened it yet. This is the IPVD4. I haven't been, pardon me, that's the beer burping right there, you see. I haven't been the biggest fans of the IPV devices. The IPV LIVR was probably my favorite IPV device that I've used. I have a feeling I might like this little guy. It's a little single 18650 banger. It's in black. That is nice looking. It's not rubbery. It's like a it's sort of like a matte black finish on there that I really like. Black buttons, clicky, door pops off on the back. All right, Whew. let's put a battery in here. The last IPV I had, the IPV5, had the world's brightest display, two, three, four, five. And this looks to have this a very similar, very bright display. IPVD4, 80 watts. I'm assuming it does temperature control for like nickel, titanium, and stainless steel, one, two, three. Okay, fine, I'll read the instruction manual. <coughs> I mean, I guess I don't need to figure out exactly how to use temperature control right now. I'm assuming it's got the like one, two, three, four, five. Oh yeah, there it goes. You can switch it to power mode, to jewel mode, and then in jewel mode you can do, you know, uh, uh, temperature control for temp temperature control for nickel titanium state. I hate I hate temperature control. And if I'm being completely honest right now, totally not going to use the temperature control of this mod in any capacity. But I do want to use it in wattage mode. So I'm going to attach this. I can't even remember the name for it. That's right, the king of flavor, the cough. I'm going to attach this cough RDA to it. Yeah, fits on there pretty well. Looks nice. This wattage is way too high. I was only rocking this at about 66 watts, so I'm going to turn this down to 66.1 watts. Clicky fire button. Let's vape it. Like I always say, I have a very sort of soft sentimental spot in my heart for single 18650 80-watt devices. I just... I like them. I don't want to have like 800 of them like I currently do, but little guys like this are, are great. They're just a great addition to your vape arsenal. It's like if you have a parallel box or a series box or like a Hexome or like a Relo or like the Noisy Cricket or like a Mech, I feel like in addition to all of those, everyone should have like a single 18650 80 watt guy. Just small, pocketable. You can put it in your pocket. I mean, it's even smaller than the Noisy Cricket 2, although not by much. It's not much smaller than the Noisy Cricket 2, but it's it's smaller and lighter, and you can throw a tank on there and have a nice little stealthy vape if you're ever going out to, you know, like I always say, the bar or rock shows or anything like that. Um, they're just nice to have. This IPV, it's pretty cool. It's like a ovally kind of sort of teardrop shaped. It's not anything groundbreaking. I mean, it looks like, it honestly looks like something Vapor Shark would release, if I'm being completely honest. Black with the door that opens in the back and then just clicky buttons across the front and then a display and then that's it this is something that vapor shark could release i love the shape of this this like half teardrop shape it's like an oval it feels really super comfortable in the hand I can run this little guy on there, and that's awesome. So, yeah, obviously, yeah. I'm going to spend a lot more time with that before it gets a full review or enters the Tuesday Bro Tuesday queue. In fact, I'm going to put the instruction booklet in my instruction booklet drawer right here in the desk. And I'm going to open, I'm going to open these last two packages that I have. 
And I have a feeling that in next week's vlog, there are not going to be a whole hell of a lot of first impressions. China is in Chinese New Year right now. And so instead of getting, you know, 18 DHL packages a week, that's going to go down to zero DHL packages a week. So I have a feeling there's not going to be a whole heck of a lot of first impressions in there. But hey, you know what? You never know. Maybe we'll do an extra long retro vaping segment. Maybe we'll do some sort of, uh, you know, reviews for things that never got reviewed. We'll, fi we'll, fi we'll find a way. We'll find a way. Okay, Coil Art. There you go. Coil Art has the Mage box mod. Coil Art's doing some cool stuff. And the Mage RDA. Finally. I think that's cool. I've been waiting for Coil Art to do an RDA because I like all their other stuff. I like the Azeroth. I like the, the original Mage. I like the Mage GTA. I like all of the Coil Art stuff. And so... An RDA could be very cool if they did it right, if they did it well. Looks like it's got Kennedy-style airflow. Looks like the drip tip is held in by O-rings. Looks like it's got a Twisted Mesa squared type of deck in there. Yeah, that's basically the Twisted Mesa squared deck with Kennedy airflow. Uh, uh, it's basically like the poor man's Twisted Mesa squared deck. The post holes are substantially, substantially smaller. But yeah, I mean, for all intents and purposes, it's the Twisted Mesa squared deck, which means I'm going to have to install something on this. Really nice O-rings, really nice fit and finish. That almost looks goon-sized. I wonder if I could put something goon-sized in there. Oh, man. Ha-ha. Look at that. Pink, pink DHD goon thing. It fits in there pretty well. It kind of snaps down in there. Awesome. Stoked. Stoked that that's a possibility. Comes with a screwdriver, spare screws, spare O-ring, stuff like that. What I really want to do is get a look at this box mod. I didn't even know this was a thing. That's what's so great, as I love surprises like that. Like, I didn't even know this was a thing. Oh, and this is a kit. This comes with a black... This is a box mod kit. It comes with a box mod and a black mage RDA. Oh, that is so freaking cool. That is just so cool. Please let this box mod be cool. Coil art, just please let it be cool. Uh, I don't know. I can't look. I can't look. Is it cool? Does it look cool? Like, if you're looking at it right now, does it look cool? So heavily branded. Uh, <laughs> Pretty heavily branded. We got Coil Art on this side, and then we have Coil Art Coil Tech and a wolf howling at the moon on this side. Looks a little bit tacky, if I'm being completely honest. Looks a little bit tacky. Door slides down and is held on by magnets right there. Actually feels pretty oddly satisfying. So if I put this black Coil Art on here, Coil Art RDA goes right there. This goes on like that. O-rings are nice and snappy. Look at that drip tip. That's not a DHD. I actually don't even know, remember where this came from, but it's a Kennedy Goon size. Boom, just fits in there really well. Looks pretty freaking cool on there, if I do say so. All right, so let's take the batteries out of this Snow Wolf. All right, here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna put some batteries in this mod. I'm gonna build this RDA. I'm gonna wick it. We're gonna juice it, and we get to do an actual real first impressions. All right, so I got this all built and wicked up. I put some MTurk Aliens in here. I loaded it up. I found a bottle of Dojo. I've been craving the Emperor's Crunch from Ronin for what seems like forever, and I thought I had a bottle, but turns out I only have a bottle of Dojo, and that's fine because Dojo is super delicious. I've taken a few pulls off of this already, and the RDA, <laughs> it's pretty good so far. Okay, it's got Kennedy style airflow, so the flavor is going to be 
pretty freaking good. And it's got like the poor man's Twisted Messes Squared deck on there. It's like two posts that come up and then they come out. It's like velocity posts, but then there's four hole. It's a four post RDA, essentially a four hole RDA. The screws are Phillips head screws and they are really recessed down in there. So you're going to need to use their long, skinny, included Phillips head screwdriver, which is kind of a bitch for when you really want to crank it down on the coils to make sure you're getting a nice firm connection. These screwdrivers can be a little bit, eh, you know, teensy to deal with, but you're going to need them because these need to go into those posts and then you screw them down. Otherwise, I've got this open, full open, loaded up with aliens, cotton wicked, loaded up with uh, Ronin the Dojo juice, and uh, I put a different drip tip on there because for some reason I feel like I always wanna do that. Anyway, it's working rad. So far, this RDA is pretty dope. Nice, smooth, swooshy airflow. Pretty good flavor. Maybe a little bit on the loud side. I can turn this airflow down as well. Let's close it off about halfway. Yeah, I really like that much more. I like the airflow closed off just a little bit. About halfway is even really good. Now this box on the other hand is just, first of all, I don't like this heavy branding. Coil art on one side, black on the other would have been so much better than coil art on one side. And then coil art by coil tech with a wolf howling at the moon on the other side. I personally, aesthetically don't like the way that look. The mirrored display doesn't bother me because there's nothing to see behind it except dots. Do you see the dots? Let me just get it non-reflective. Nope, can we do that? Dots, just dots. Just dots. I have a feeling that's just your battery level indicator. This is an adjust to taste mod. It does not have a ohm checker on it. You can't check the resistance of your coils, which I feel like if you're selling this as a kit, you need to have a way to check your resistance. And I wish this mod checked resistance, but it does not. It just shows you your battery level indicator and that's it. It's five on, five off. One, two, three, four, five. The lights flash and go away. And then when you press it, nothing happens. One, two, three, four, five. Lights flash, comes back on. Button sits flush with this mod. I mean, straight up flush. And it is really super very clicky. And then there's a little knob on the bottom that is essentially a hexome knob. I have this turned up to level three, which... I don't know what that means because this isn't on their website. So I don't know anything about this box. I don't know how low it can fire. I don't know how high the wattage goes. I'm assuming it's like a 150 because it's on two 18650s. I'm assuming that when you get up here to where it says eight, it goes from zero to eight. I'm assuming that eight is either 80 watts, 150 watts. Not really sure because I'm just adjusting to taste. All I did was turn this all the way down, take a toot and went, nope, a little higher. Turn it up, nope, a little higher. Turn it up, perfect. And that's where I leave it. I know the resistance is 0.29 and I have no idea what wattage I'm running it at, what voltage it's giving me. I have no idea. Dual 18650s have no idea because the display is literally only dots. Dots, dots. But yeah, I mean, this combo right here, it's vaping really good.
Really, really enjoying this quite a bit, man. Quite a bit. So, I'm going to set this to the side, and as with all my first impressions, I've said this at least a bajillion, gazillion, bazillion, trillion, bazillion, gajillion, bazillion, gazillion, trillion, billion, gazillion, bazillion times. As with all my first impressions, I need to spend a lot more time with this. Before it gets a full review or enters the Tuesday Bro Tuesday queue for review, I wish, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, the only reason that I wish it had a resistance meter on it is because it's sold as a kit. It's like, here's the mage dripping kit. And when, when you see the word kit on there, it's like, here's everything you need to start vaping. You know what I mean? It should have a resistance checker on there. It doesn't really bother me because a lot of my favorite mods, including, you know, the Titans, the Titan series, the Hexome, they don't have resistance readers on there. No mech mod has a resistance reader on there. So, at this point, you're gonna have a resistance reader. Like if you're a hobbyist vapor, you're gonna have a way to check your resistance, but I feel like the person buying this might be like a newer-ish vapor and might not have a resistance, a way to check the ohms, a way to check the resistance. And that's something that is crucial. That's something that you need to do. The Noisy Cricket 2 doesn't have a resistance checker. In fact, nothing on my desk right now except for one mod has a resistance checker in it. So. If you're getting this kit, be sure to just get something, some way to check your resistance. Ohm meters, the little, you know, the tab guy, or the, the, the coil, what's coil master has one, a bunch, so many people have ways to check your resistance that uh, it's not crucial. I'm just surprised it didn't have one. I'm also surprised that it's an adjust to taste mod. I, I really like that. That's my favorite way. That is my favorite way to vape is adjusting your wattage to taste. And this is great, dude. This is rocking so far, man. And because of the way the deck is, because it's a lot like that Twisted Mess is squared, I, even though it has Kennedy airflow, I can still bleh my juice through the top and there's the deck that's running through the center of it. So your juice is gonna hit that deck and then it's gonna hit your coils or it's gonna hit that deck and go down through the middle. The airflow is set off to the sides. It's not like right next to the deck. So I know I can blend my juice in here and not have to worry about it going in the airflow or getting, or, you know, leaking out anywhere. Hell yeah. All right, well, before I fog up my entire office, let's take a look at this last package that I got. Segeli. Something from Segeli. Anything interesting from Segeli? I've got other packages from Segeli. Last time I opened a package from Segeli, it was that Fuchai 213, and then the Fuchai 213 Mini, and then the, uh, you know, that other guy, the Snow Wolf. What is this? What are you? What are you? You are called the Swallowtail 75 Amp. <laughs> and I have a feeling they mean 75 watts and not 75 amps, because that would be ridiculous. You are a cool looking mod though, man. You, you look very cool. I like the way that you look. Look at you, single 18650, so I'm assuming it means 75 watts, not 75 amps, but it's kind of like blue with green splatter paint and then a green faceplate and then a green top and then a green bottom. And it feels like I'm holding like a stone, like a very rounded stone. Everything is rounded. The top is rounded, the bottom is rounded, all the sides are rounded, everything's rounded. And it feels like I'm holding like a stone, obviously much lighter weight stone, but still feels kind of like a rock. There appears to be no instructions. Seriously, no instructions at all. The top and bottom are just foam. 
And then that's it. All right, well, I guess I can throw you away. And what else is in here? The Vexus, the world's first coilless dripper. What? Oh, it says by Guo. Okay, so Guo makes that Altus tank, which I'm doing right now in the Tuesday Bro Tuesday queue. Look at that, the Vexus. Interesting, it's got like airflowy slots on here. I wanna look at this deck. Oh, weird. No idea what's going on in there, no idea. Okay, Vexus, okay, show me what you got. Show me what you got. Oh, there's twin tungsten heating elements in there. What the heck is going on? So you're gonna wick this a lot like the Altus tank. You're going to take cotton and fold it over these tungsten chips, and then you're gonna put these little cotton clips on it, and then you attach this cage called the dripping bridge. And what this is supposed to do is direct your juice. You hit the middle and it's gonna drip down onto your cotton down onto your cotton because it's got Kennedy airflow, Kennedy style airflow at the bottom and then the sort of like weird slash marks at the top. I'm fascinated right now. I am fascinated. You need a very, is that all that's in here? Okay, okay, cool. I wasn't, you know, like, oh, that's all? Like, what the hell, Sigeli? I was like, I just didn't want to, I make sure I don't want to miss anything. You need a specific size of cotton. They have calipers, and they say measure your cotton like this. But, thankfully, they have included a bunch of strips of the correct size cotton, as well as your cotton clips on the inside, and some spare o-rings so what i'm gonna do is wick this freaking thing up and i'm gonna vape it i have been reviewing the altus t1 in the tuesday bro tuesday and i've been really trying to dial it in as far as like it can do temperature control like it can do it in nickel or custom tcrs or just wattage and i've been trying to dial it in to get the best vape that i can from it the vape that i get from it is fine but it's not stellar it's not amazing it, but it is it's very fine it's just fine so what i want to do is i'm going to get this dripper all set up uh, i'm going to grab some juice and once i get it all set up we'll come back and uh <laughs> we'll vape it that is so so bizarre all right well i got it all set up mostly and yeah dude it's a little bit weird there's two tungsten plates it's a lot like the altus t1 you fold your cotton over the plate you put on this little cotton clip you plug the plate back in and you do that twice and then you put this cage over it and the cage fits perfectly around the wicks. Then you trim the wicks and then the cage has like this bridge on top so that when you drip your juice, let's go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, it goes down around the wicks and then into the juice well in the bottom and then the wicks soak it up into the plates. You can't directly drip juice onto the plates, which is, I don't know, it's weird. Like I said, this is, like I always say, this is a first impression. This is literally kind of the first time on vaping on this. If you over drip, it is gonna come out of the airflow on the bottom. The, the airflow kind of goes in through the bottom and then up through the middle, up through these two wicked plates. Um, 0.24 ohms, and the, the, the resistance on these always fluctuates just crazy all over the place. You're supposed to be able to use them in wattage mode. You're supposed to be able to use them in temperature control mode with custom TCRs. I'm going to have to email David and ask him 
good settings for this dual sort of uh, coilless chip set for this dripper right here. But I have it set to 66 watts, 0.24 ohms. It's given me four volts. I have a feeling there's just going to be a long ramp up time because that's the way these coilless systems work. And as soon as I exhaled, I exhaled into the atomizer and juice, hot juice, shot out all over my hand. I got this loaded up with YIG. Remember how I was saying I wish that I had YIG in something? Well, now I do, and it's in here. All right. Wow, okay, whole lot of nothing. So we're gonna turn the wattage as high as it'll go, 77 watts. Let's give that a shot. Nothing. I'm getting a whole lot of nothing on here. Okay. There's some vapors happening. It's got that long, long ramp up time, man. Just a long ramp up time and it is very very leaky. See, let's just uh, do a side-by-side -side comparison. This is a, a dripper on an unregulated mech mod, four second drag. Thick, thick, creamy clouds of vapor. This is the coilless next Vexus at 77 watts, 0.3, should be giving me 4.7 volts, which is a lot. I mean, that's more than that, that regulated mod, that unregulated mod's giving me. I can't even inhale that long, and it's given me super wispy just wispy, wispy clouds of vapor. That was a little bit thicker of a cloud of vapor, but it is still very intense, intense ramp up time. Um, I have a feeling this needs to go at a higher wattage, but I can't very well do that on this Segeli Pebble guy, which I don't even remember the name of. Swallowtail. It's called the Segeli Swallowtail. Segeli Swallowtail. You're, you're great. You look cool and you're comfortable aft to hold. It's a little bit big for a single 18650 banger, but shit, man, I really like this. I don't know why I like this so much. I feel like I shouldn't like this. It's very slightly textured, like I can feel the paint splatter on here, but I really like my vape kit's falling, my scissors are falling. I really like holding this. I just I just really like holding this dumb thing. Well, there you go. Let's see if I can get see if I can get one more toot out of this Vexus coilless dripper. I reached the limit of uh, how long I can take a drag on this for. Interesting. One thing I will say is the flavor is on point. The Yig in here tastes just like it should. It tastes freaking delicious like Yig should. So, cool. Well, like with all my first impressions, I'm going to spend so much time with this Vexus. Just 
so much time with this. This is one of those things that I feel like I need to spend a lot of time with and really dial in. It was easier to wick than I thought it was, but that's because I've been wicking the Altus T1 for a while now. So I'm like, okay, plate goes in, thing goes over, clip goes on, snap it in. That's, I'm kind of used to that after using that Altus T1 for so long. Cool. Well, we'll see how it goes. As for the Swallowtail 75 right now, it's impressing me, man. It looks dumb and it feels little bit cheap it, it looks and feels a little bit like a toy like it's just like the fisher price mod and i know i shouldn't be saying that because marketing to kids and i know sigeli's not marketing to kids and i would never ever market to kids but i feel like this is like the fisher price this is like the duplo of uh of uh of mods so there you go yeah all right swallowtail and vexus you're getting set aside i think that's going to wrap up this whole first impression segment so what i want to do right now before we get to comments of the week i want to do a real quick retro vaping So what I have right here is a box. Now this box is maybe like a year old. Does anybody remember this? The Power Box Limited? This was a series box and it's clear plastic. I mean, plastic box. And they their branding is a sticker. That's it, Power Box Limited sticker. I don't even think this company's around anymore. But this was a series unregulated box, which at the time, this could be two years old at this point, which at the time I was kind of like, I don't know, I wasn't into it. I wasn't into series builds. I, I, I didn't get it. Like I didn't know how it worked. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to take this and this is a series build on this little green recoil guy here because I'm running it on the series Titan. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to attach it to this. It's got a 22 millimeter diameter spring loaded 510 on there. So I know it's not going to sit very well. There's going to be a little bit of overhang, but that's fine. This is just for strictly science purposes. And I'm going to take some batteries and get this door off. What the heck? Ugh. And take the batteries out of the series Titan and I'm going to put them in here. So here we go. Positive negative goes like this. Snaps in there with authority, doesn't it? If I remember correctly, when I press this button, the whole damn li mod lights up. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that lighting up like crazy. And it's even going to give me my voltage on there. I'm going to have to take a toot on this while it's showing me my voltage on there. <laughs> So 6.9 volts, unregulated series. It's got a, a 22 millimeter 510. I mean, it's made literally out of plastic. It's just got a battery sled in there, a little voltage display so you can see. Let me just show you. Yep, 6.9 volts. It's a dope vape. I mean, it's a series vape. And now that I understand unregulated series and I use the Noisy Cricket for what seems like forever and I've used that Titan SE for what seems like forever now, I love unregulated series. And having a build specifically for unregulated series works much better. I think I did a review for this. I'm pretty sure I did a standalone review for this. If I didn't, it was in multiple vlogs, but I don't know. I'll look. If I did one, then cool, you can see it. And I remember having all sorts of issues with it and like not using the right batteries and not using the right build and blah, 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 and all this stuff. But now I got a series build on a series box. Boom, let's vape it. Nice and hot, the way a series build on a series box should be.
Just great. Just great. Great, great, great. Never felt better. <laughs> I can't get over... This is just a plastic box. <laughs> I can't get over that. It's just a plastic box. And they used a non mytech like kind of horrible switch on there. Did this have one, two, three, four, five? No, okay, it didn't have any five on, five off. It has one of those really squishy, like horn style switches that I loathe. Like I just dislike them so much because it's not something you can just click. You have to like smush it into the into the housing of the switch, but whatever. It's unregulated and it's series. Um, this, this is fine. This is a fine mod. This is just fine. I couldn't ever see paying more than like maybe 40 bucks. I mean, it's made out of a plastic, clear plastic box and it's huge. Like this is a series box and then look at this giant series box. But it vapes and it's in series, so, you know, it's doing everything it should right now. Interesting, just an interesting little guy. I, I have been, uh, we're, we're packing, you see, we're packing to move. I don't know if I've mentioned that at least a hundred times yet in this video. So I'm boxing up a lot of mods and I'm going through a lot of old boxes and looking for mods to grab out for retro vaping stuff. And this happened to be on the top of one of my box mods boxes. And I was like, oh yeah, I remember the Power Box Limited. I think I got this at the second vape Mania. I think I got this at the second vape mania in North Carolina. I think. I think I got this at the second one. So that must have been 2015. That's when I got this. 2015. So boom. Two years old. Plastic box. It just feels archaic. Like it feels like the oldest mod on earth. Anyway, boom. Some retro vaping. There you go. It is what it is. Power box limited. So we're going to set you to the side. And right now we're going to wrap this vlog up with some of my favorite comments of the week. I do want to give a big shout out to Mr. Nico who goes through my comments and sends me some very interesting comments of the week. I don't always use all of them, but uh, some of them are, are, are quite hilarious. And uh, so let's go. Where's, where are my favorite comments of the week? You son of a bitch. Here we go. Comment of the week number one. This guy, little Asian boy 48, he just left a whole mess of poop emojis. And that, that was his contribution. That was his contribution to my video was just a bunch of poop emojis. So, eh, what are you going to do? This one actually makes very little sense, if any sense at all. Uh, Fayuk Yu commented and said, I wonder what the real hair of Cleet's faith would have been like living in this cheese and rice world in which I alone am superior to the human's concept of divinity is intensely unsatisfying. It almost sounds like clutch lyrics. <laughs> like clutch lyrics make no sense. This sounds like it could be clutch lyrics. I would be interested to see where, where those words came from, sir, because that makes no sense. Comment of the week number three. Oh yeah, our friend Valerie. Our weird friend Valerie with the topless model as his or her avatar commented another, another just gibberish comment and said, Scale fraud apartment student plan log. <laughs> what? What? Seriously, what? Scale fraud apartment student plan log. Well, thank you. That's your contribution to society. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to think of you. And this guy, let's call him L with his name blocked out, just said, if you vape, you a gay motherfucker. <laughs> 
I, I just, I sometimes I can't believe that like people take the time to like actually write those comments. Like he went, he, he was on YouTube, somehow clicked on a vape video, even though he knows that he's not a vapor and he hates vapors, and then just wanted to comment and say, if you vape, you a gay motherfucker. That's, <laughs> that makes, uh, that makes no sense. Um, this guy, Catechus, uh, he left a comment that just says, Nick, do you still poop naked? So here's the thing. No, I don't poop naked. I've never pooped naked. The story of this goes is that Kent, uh, no, not Kent, Dwayne. Dwayne was over at my house hanging out one day, um, and uh, I went to go poop. And he's walked in on me, <laughs> like, without even knocking or anything. He just walked in, and I was sitting there pooping. And I had a t-shirt on, and my pants were down. And ever since then, he started the rumor that I pooped naked. I do not not poop naked. Even in the morning when I get up to go to the bathroom, I still I still put a shirt on because I don't like to poop naked. And this was an email. Uh, someone sent me an email, so I'm gonna have to cross out their email. It had no subject line and it just said, you are so inclined to think of the one I have to think. I don't what is what is happening in the world right now? People are leaving weird comments that don't many, make any sense about student apartments. And then this guy says, you are so inclined to think of the one I have to think. I don't know. Where are all these people coming from? Boring and, that's where they're coming from. Nailed it, they're all coming from boring and. <laughs> and then my seventh and final comment of the week this week, Pelanix5907 left a comment that said, Grim boy OC up in this B shoving some C's in someone A's baby. That's, that's, what? That's not even a sentence, my friend. Grim boy OC up in this B shoving some C's in some A's baby. No idea. I recognize uh, Grim up in this uh, some and then some baby. And that's all I understand from this. I don't know what boy OC I don't know what B means. Chauvin spelled wrong. Shoving some C's? What does that mean? In some A's baby? A's baby? What the crap? What? Am I so out of touch that I don't know what this sentence means? No. No, it's them that are wrong. Anyway, that's my favorite comments of the week. We're gonna wrap this vlog on up here. Thank you so much for watching me. It's been a great two years in this office, but we're moving on to bigger, better, more dope ass apartments. So hopefully next week I'll have at least, at least, at least, at least a review on Tuesday. I'm not gonna have a Tuesday Bro Tuesday just because I have to spend so much freaking time packing. I'm not gonna be able to do a Tuesday to Bro Tuesday, but I am gonna have another review, a standalone review for a product on Tuesday, as well as maybe even Wednesday, and then Thursday, we'll make the triumphant return to the vlog here on Thursdays, broadcasting from my brand new office. And I'm stoked, I'm so stoked. I cannot wait for this weekend to be over because packing up and moving is the dumb part. Unpacking and like, oh, getting a new coffee table or 
unpacking this and putting things up on the walls and like arranging your house. Like that's the really fun part of it. That's what I'm looking forward to. I'm not looking forward to packing it all, but I'm gonna wrap up this vlog. Let me take a quick look around the room and see if I forgot anything. Nope. Nope, 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 I have not. So I'm gonna take my Coil Art box mod and my Coil Art Mage RDA and I'm just gonna vape my face off and I'm gonna sit and edit some video and I'm gonna finish off this beer. But anyway, that's what I got everybody. Thank you so much for watching and as always, right there. Yeah, let's keep on vaping.